money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Are you ready to talk money and taxes? Um, how about you guys talk taxes? Because we have a special guest today, and I'll just ask the questions. All right. You well, know, first I'm off, just... <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do some housekeeping here. This is Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. I am Dave. I'm Reb. And we have Braun with us in the studio. Good morning. He's Welcome our, to the he's show, our Braun. favorite entrepreneurial coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Braun works for More Than Enough. And incidentally, today's show is brought to you by More Than Enough. Uh, we do financial coaching. We do taxes. We have uh, help you navigate the buying a house and mortgages. Uh, but our heart... Our heart, the heart of more than enough is to bring hope and freedom around the uh, money, around money. Well, and this is why we have Braun today, because we're going to talk about a lot about taxes and give you a lot of information and give you a lot of heed these Mm-hmm. The, this advice because beginning of the year it's getting more um, complicated if you are, we're going to talk to <laughs> entrepreneurs not that if you're not an entrepreneur you should hang up because there's lots of great info that we're going to have today and i tell people who call the office if you know an entrepreneur please tell them to get some good advice this year mm-hmm. actually that's part braun came in the office one day and said was talking to me about all this and i'm like you know what i'm going to start telling people if you know an entrepreneur or r1 get some good advice. So we're going to start here with the show this morning. Right. And so if you want to find the show and send it to that entrepreneur, that's probably the best way. If I know, if I know entrepreneurs, they're hey, on the I road. listen to the podcast, they're on the road, we're doing stuff. Um, and so handing a book may not be such a, you know, there may not be time for a book, but they always have time to listen to a show. So more than enough.ca, chri.ca, mm-hmm. those particular websites, you don't need a special player. You can just hit play and, and the shows are there. If you want to find it on a podcast, so if you know your entrepreneur listens to certain podcasting platform, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all of these things, um, you'll find Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and, uh, and send it to them, especially this time of year. We're at the beginning of the year, and you may be feeling the pain of some of the choices you made last year and going, oh my goodness, I don't think I want to do that again this year. This is the show. Tune in. Uh, because we're gonna we're gonna try and set you straight on the path here early 2019. So thanks for coming in, Braun. You're welcome. It's great to have you again. I'm gonna read some verses from Proverbs three today. Uh, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes for the fear fear the Lord and shun evil. Mm-hmm. This will bring to your body and nourishment to your bones. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. I mean, I could read the whole Proverbs. You know, I picked this because 
the topic today is is really geared around not leaning on our own understanding. Mm -hmm. We have a certain understanding of how we want our finances to look and how our business to look. And often it, it, speaking from experience, it does not look the way you want it to. Um, The taxation laws and CRA and all the requirements for entrepreneurs in our country has a certain way we have to do things. And it's, it's often not the way we'd want it done. So I picked these verses so that we literally would listen to the Lord and, and, and seek his wisdom. But but yeah. I'm gonna just I was just I was just laughing to myself because you know Jesus has the scene where he actually addresses taxes, but no, Rebecca doesn't pick those verses. Well, to no, I know, no, because I know, I do, well, we've talked about those verses before with Braun, right. but actually what's jumping out at me as I read this is let love and faithfulness never leave you. Mm. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Mm-hmm. If there is a verse for entrepreneurs for 2019, I think that's a good one to put on your wall. Oh, let great, she's said that on the on the show now so guess what well, we gotta we're have gonna it put on it on the wall, wall at the office. more than enough <laughs> Bron right. will keep us accountable let Perfect. love and faithfulness never leave you bind mm. them around your neck then you're gonna have favor with god and men maybe cra even i don't know love and faithfulness we're not going to talk about those in depth because we got some practical stuff to talk about but if we are faithful in doing what the lord says and 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 being compliant we're going to use that word today then then perhaps we'll see the fruit of favor. Perhaps. No, wait. I'm going to challenge you on that. That is the foundation. I mean. More than enough. But it's the foundation of all of us. If if we take those verses and say, in all that I do, I'm binding love and faithfulness faithfulness around my neck. I mean, you know what? Money is, again, this is a show where we're talking about the heart issues around money. And if I put something around my neck, it falls right over my heart. And protects my heart, and and so. Well, I think it's fat. It, I just have that visual picture: getting up in the morning, binding that around your neck like a necklace. Love, mm-hmm. faithfulness, and then going out and not leaning on our own understanding, but and, and doing and, what God has called you to do right. to create economy. Whether yeah. we like what CRA is asking or not, this is the word of God, and it hasn't changed for hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. And it's and when we do our coaching with entrepreneurs, that typically. Um, it get it, it it becomes very evident that they don't have you know the all the rules of doing business in Canada are very complicated and they are getting more complex and you, you it becomes evident that they don't understand they have a view their own view um, and I mentioned to you last week in a little note that I sent mm-hmm. you about it's like kids playing a game you know if you play monopoly or something you have a idea of how the rules work and you if you're playing with your group of friends and you you play by your rules Mm -hmm. and essentially lots of entrepreneurs sort of take that approach that they believe they have a sense of how that works and then all of a sudden you get an outsider coming in and they view and they and they're an expert and they go oh well you, that that's that's not part of the rules. You can't do this. You can't do that. There's and always one person in the Monopoly game that goes and gets the rules. Right. You, you notice that? <laughs> There's always that. What everybody else is okay with the way things are going, yeah, yeah, exactly. and then the one person says, 
You know, we should check the rules. And they get the rules, and they just wreck the game, right? They right. just wreck the game. There's always that one person. And so, and, and honestly, as you're talking, I think, okay, all of us as entrepreneurs are like, yeah, CRAs just wrecking the game. But they have a certain – they do it because for a it's, reason. Because it, it's, it's so complicated uh, because every circumstance is, is, is uniquely a little bit different, and they have their own, own interpretation of – how things like language, when you read something, you think it's understandable to you, but then they have so many interpretations of what that really means. Oh, and and yet we're talking the same language. And so it's a very different thing. And all of that to say it's complicated. And I think that if, if entrepreneurs take a little bit of time to get some expert advice, understand that it is complicated. They really shouldn't rely on their own understanding, as you point out, and seek wise counsel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's going to, they're not going to fall into what I call in our office, and I've demonstrated it on the whiteboard many times with entrepreneurs, what I call the tax trap. Mm -hmm. And that is where, you know, we in, in Canada with entrepreneurs have an an extra obligation to collect HST. Mm-hmm. And that's a significant responsibility that they have. They're collecting money on behalf of the government. Mm-hmm. It belongs to the government and yet it gets spent. it gets spent, yeah. right? And they also don't, you know, don't appreciate that the money they're making there's tax on that, and it's different than, you know, they don't get a paycheck every week. Yep. They take money every week, but they don't necessarily send any along to the government. And so it's it, it's a re- another responsibility that they need to understand when they're working out their cash flow and they're working out their how the money should flow um, from their business to them. And it, it gets it, – and, and, and too many entrepreneurs just – Take the view that, well, that's money that is mine. It's ours. And the reality of it is that it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so so let's, let's back up a little bit because you were hitting like bang, bang, bang yeah. a yeah. few things, right? So, I mean, first and foremost, and, and maybe we can talk a few percentages there. So you talked about HST. And so essentially, if I'm hearing you right, and correct me if I'm wrong, 13% of everything that I charge out in terms of through my business will have HST on it. And I need to take that 13% and send it off to the government to avoid temptation as soon as possible. Yes. Right? You know? yeah. And that's a good word on the temptation. We'll talk about that in a minute. So, so yeah. to avoid temptation, uh, I, I just need to recognize that 13% of everything that I bill has the, this is what I charged. And again, if I think of the invoices that we do, this is my invoice. Then there's 13% that is highlighted underneath there. And this is the total amount. So if I take that 13% and say, you know what, that needs to be remitted as soon as possible mm-hmm. back into the government correct account. Because the temptation, of course, is, is that I'm looking at the bottom line. Right. And, and I'm going to spend see, the bottom line. Right. And, and and you make a good point there because the fallacy that people, I'm glad you mentioned, to send it along to the government. And one of my key recommendations is to avoid the temptation because it's huge mm-hmm. to see this huge amount of money sitting there. And you think, well, 
well, I'll just borrow from that. It's the robbing Peter to pay Paul kind of a concept. I could, we can use that money for this. I could use it for that. I could use it for all these little mm-hmm. niceties that people have in their in their head, uh, and and in their life. There's lots of, and, and mm-hmm. so I think that there's so much temptation that people get caught right. in this trap that they start borrowing that money essentially using that money when it's not theirs and we have facility with the the way that we can operate online with cra and everything uh to basically as you said set that money aside in a separate account and once a month just send that money Mm -hmm. online don't even have keep it in your bank account send it to the tax account Mm-hmm. A CRA, mm-hmm. and they they have it then, and that's a much better place to leave it. So, just to clarify, so for people who aren't entrepreneurs and are listening, so an entrepreneur will go do a job. Let's say it's twenty five hundred dollars, two thousand five hundred dollars. They'll take the money, put it in an account, and just live off of it. No, or, wait a minute. Is that twenty five hundred dollars before HST? Well, or no, after yeah, no before like with the HST in there. So twenty right. what I I don't do the math. Bottom line of the bill, thir- the, yeah, twenty five hundred dollars. There's thirteen hundred. There's thirteen percent of that needs to be put somewhere else because it's not theirs. Correct. Okay, so it's to understand. So when an entrepreneur sees that money, especially if there's a cash flow issue mm-hmm. in the business or at home which sometimes there is mm-hmm. at our office if there's a cash flow issue, then we're not remitting the 13% off of those things that have come in. And, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the, temptation. the temptation. So then yeah. in April, when you say, well, you owe $8,000 worth of HST, everyone has a hyper fit, and mm-hmm. they're thinking, where am I going to get the $8,000? Right. Because it's gone. Because you've been collecting it all, all year long. You've been collecting it all year long, and but not but else. not even putting it in your own tax account, mm-hmm. even if you had one as right. a business where you said, this is our tax account, we're not touching that money. That's right. And so you recommend that people do it automatically every month. Just Well, that, that's a good way to do it because, uh, again, we go back and I think that it's one of these uh, things from a from a Christian perspective that I just believe that the temptation of mm-hmm. all of these other worldly things gets in the way of people making good decisions. And we've seen it so often right. where people, um, you know, they, they, they have a bad moment or they, they mm-hmm. believe that, Oh, maybe we need that new truck. Maybe we need this. Oh, it's just that. It's just this much and, oh, there's that money there and we'll just use that and we'll pay it back later. I'll be able to get my next job. And and so it's, there's not, there's all this emotional, emotional mm-hmm. decisions that go into mm-hmm. this instant gratification piece and all of a sudden they're behind the eight ball. And, and, and some of that, uh, again, one of the mantras I would say in our office is, is financial awareness creates empowerment. And yes, this is even more so with an entrepreneur. So, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to the it entrepreneur. Does. If you don't get a financial report the, of the previous month by the 10th of the, the next month, then – it's difficult to make financial decisions. Again, if there's no, you know, if it's kind of the flow and it's been working, then okay. But the minute you say, well, we need this tool or we need this resource or should I- Piece inv- of equipment. Exactly. Uh, should I invest in this advertising opportunity or that, uh, you know, marketing opportunity? Or w- How do you make those decisions when you're actually going, okay, well, 
uh, first of all, did I even get a financial statement that shows me where I'm at today, right? That is current. I mean, you know, for some of us, you know, again, I look at those numbers fairly regularly and I'm looking at that. But for a lot of people, it's once a year. I bring my box into the accountant in December and they do the thing and they, they make me compliant. And the rest of the year, I do it a little you bit. do a tap dance around yeah. everything. And and I will say this, my experience with entrepreneurs, there are, there are people who they just have that intuitive thing that, you know, they're making decisions and, and through intuition, it's a good one and it works out. And, and you're going, well, how do you do that? Because <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that I like to see the line items and the numbers and say, this is the trajectory we're going on and this is the direction and, and this is some. So that's just my personality. And uh, I want to recognize that a lot of entrepreneurs do it simply by, yeah, I think this is the opportunity. And yeah, in my head, it feels like we're going to enlarge the business, grow, and and, and I'm going to take that risk. Um, I would say to them, pause right there and, and get some get some math in there. Go see your, your bookkeeper, your accountant and say, all right, so I see $50,000 in the bank. How much of that can I actually spend? Right. Right. Like I yep. need to know that number because this is the opportunity and I don't want to steal tax money to, to buy a piece of equipment. I need to make, I need to know how much of that 50,000 is tax, how much of it is HST, how much of it is for future investment that I've set aside. Um, and then how much money I actually have to spend. What do I, what does it cost me month over month mm -hmm. for my, my monthly regular overhead um, mm -hmm. things? And so I've, I've named a couple of things that I think are essential for every entrepreneur to know the numbers. One is you got to know your monthly overhead. Approximately how much do you spend just to keep the lights on and the employees and mm -hmm. all of that done, yes. right? And so Bron's shaking well, his head. Yeah. No, the financial awareness creates empowerment. That that, that little acronym is, is so meaningful because financial awareness, just think about that for a moment and think about how do you best do that, mm -hmm. right? And so there's little techniques, that, and I would encourage everybody that's in business to spend a little bit of time just asking themselves, what are the key financial information points do, that I need to know? And even if you and just communicate want to take that a pencil, to your accountant, right? right? And say, yeah, just take a piece of pencil. Here's the four things yeah. I need every month. I exactly. need to know this. I need to know this. Exactly. I need to know this. But yeah. if you are really good at your job and not so great at the business part, then you need to go to your accountant and say, what do I need to know? Mm -hmm. Like it even has to go to that Part, like getting the advice piece go to don't go to your neighbor as we already said unless he's a great accountant and happens to be your great accountant but i mean we we go to braun what what's going on he's not my with, neighbor but he's not her name well, yeah, he's, yeah so but on on that part you go back even a step because mm. we have often said some people just love to be a florist. Some people love yeah, to, yeah, to do the work. They're and using they're their gift. gifts. Yes. But and then, that's awesome. Right. But you have to get the piece or the person who's good at the other part. And before you even go down the entrepreneurial road, find those people who can surround you because you're going to need them. Yeah. It's just. And, it, you know, we're blessed in the Ottawa Valley here to have 
numerous, numerous people that have a real heart to help people on that on that whole financial management area. And so you you find someone that you trust and someone you can com- talk with and communicate with that you can have that conversation with exactly and at our office Ron does that and I'm going to challenge that as well a little bit to say there there is the person who can produce the information and that might be one person but there's also the the person you need to help you interpret that information as well and It's great if you've got a guy like Braun who can help you do both, Mm -hmm. but there are people uh, out there, your accountant might say, well, here's the numbers I'm showing you in it, it, but you need some help interpreting that. And so, again, the the biblical context for wisdom is found in the multitude of counselors. And so, you might have a counselor that just produces the answer to the four or five things you need to know on a monthly basis, and then you might have somebody who you say, now, how do I interpret those? I'm in the context of this decision that I'm making right now, this is where I'm at. This is what I, what, what questions do I need to ask? Because again, as an entrepreneur, we don't know what we don't know. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so we need to actually, actually help have people who are going to ask us the right questions. And we're going to say, I don't know. Well, let's find that out before we make the decision, not after. Because it may influence. Do you find that many entrepreneurs just jump in with both feet and then find themselves? Well, because they're 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 as you pointed out, they they want to use their gifts to make money. Yes, and they usually have a good idea, and they put all their energy into doing what they're gifted to do. Mm -hmm. And we have that 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 notion of working uh, and and just getting things done. And typically, they start running and they get on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. And the treadmill just keeps, they find if they're good, yeah. they keep it, they just keep going faster and faster and faster. Well, even some of the folks that call the office are like, you know, even making an appointment to come and see you or right. Dave or our, one of our coaches they, is they difficult don't have time. because they don't have time because they're, they're burning a, it at both ends. And, and then, there's the other demographic where you know, we know that the whole marketplace has changed away from employees to contractors. Yes. So a lot of people are actually entering this self-employment, this entrepreneurial world, actually knowing that I have no idea what I'm doing, but I've just been fired. And they want to rehire me back as a contractor. Right. And so, you know, I've got a job. It's the same job I was doing. I'm loving doing. Yeah, but I'm now I have all this extra job. information <laughs> or extra things to do as a, as a contractor. And I don't know how many times I've met clients that, that just slid into this entrepreneurial world, not because they were entrepreneurs, but because their necessity, job actually forced them to it. become a contractor and they said well i didn't really realize that i had to now remit my own taxes yes you do right so i don't know what i don't know and so really important that if you find yourself you know in a sense not an employee because it can look in so many different ways that that you yeah. go okay this is the world that I'm now living in, right. and it's different. It's a different right. world. I want to go back to percentages because we are right. coming to the end yeah. of the well, show. And there's one other thing we have to mention about two separate accounts. You have okay. a business account and you have a family account. Right. We don't put it all in one. It's a very simple thing. Keeping it straight. Pay yourself. Well, right? you have to. And, and w- what we really try to tell people is to make sure that there's a, a, that the family budget is you understand that and how is the business going to be funding mm-hmm. the fam that family budget mm-hmm. because now you you know if 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 you need two thousand dollars a month to go from the business to the family budget do that 
mm-hmm. and keep doing that and understand and talk to you with your advisor about what the implications of that are. But what we find too many times is that the family budget becomes overbearing and they start dipping into the business this and just mm-hmm. grab 5000 10, another 10000 another this another that and all of a sudden it's that total is up to $50,000 and they don't appreciate that every time the money goes from the business to their personal account there's 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 a tax a, implication exactly yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and so uh, again because we're coming to the end of the show and there's probably like another three hours <laughs> worth of stuff that braun and i and, and reb could talk but one you know 13 percent of of everything you make goes into a tax account i'm going to give another percentage Bronnie. Mm-hmm. you can correct me if i'm wrong Let's just say make it a twelve percent for your yeah, like your, your business income. So that's twenty five percent of everything you make goes to to satisfy CRA in, in, in some shape or in form. either HST or in my income tax for my business. Yeah. So that's twenty five percent of of oh, your man. gross income. We didn't income. even talk about income tax for your business. Anyway. So that's uh, uh, oh, we only got a few goodness. minutes left. Twenty five percent. So then there's another percentage, and I, I would say another 5% for reinvestment in the future. That's a, like your emergency cushion, Correct. but that's also like, hey, I am going to buy some equipment in the next number of years. I need to be putting 5% to, to not spend well, to now. To create a sustainable business model. Exactly. exactly. So there's 5%. So now we're at 30% of your gross income being set aside. And then there's my family budget. And Ooh. we want that number to be the same number. So that might be another, say, 5% of what you make to go just directly consistently to the family. So now we're at 35% of your, your income to, to take care of your own personal needs, to satisfy CRA, and, and to invest in the future. And now you get the other 65% to make the business sustainable, to keep the lights on, to to pay your employees to to do all of those things keep the vehicles on the on, vehicles on, on the, the road road um that's probably is that a, a good percentage or yeah no that's that's a terrific uh outline right there so and that's what makes it so difficult and and i think that having that a fi- financial awareness and the ability to understand what your responsibilities are and then putting together you know, the discipline to be able to take care of that on a regular basis is so, so important. Otherwise, you fall into that tax trap that we see over and over. It's like a it's like a bad movie. Keep playing again when people go, hey, there's all of a sudden uh, I got a call from CRA. They didn't get we didn't file this. We didn't do this. And all of a sudden there's a bill and it's. $50,000, and where am I going to get that money? Mm-hmm. Obviously, okay, well, yeah. you know what? I'm jumping in. Okay. we got to pray. All right. <laughs> Lord, we just uh, take a moment to acknowledge that uh, you have gifted so many of your people to be involved in the marketplace, to be involved in creating economy here on this earth, mm-hmm. and that that money is to be used, uh, mm-hmm. again, in, in lots of ways to support families, mm-hmm. to, to um, create, to, to have more than enough so that there's charity that can happen, all yes. kinds. We know that that's, and you've just gifted so many entrepreneurs that we know that that's just part of how you created us. And so, Lord, as we navigate the complexity of some of this stuff, 
Again, we look to you who is the author and so generous with wisdom that we can come to you and say, Lord, teach me, show me, uh, speak to me, whether that's uh, in my own personal quiet time or whether that's through uh, somebody who's in our sphere of influence. And so, Lord, we just uh, ask for your wisdom uh, to navigate this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Don't forget to bind love and faithfulness around your neck. Mm. And on that note, um, if you need to send this show to your entrepreneur friend, again, download it through More Than Enough and chri.ca. Get it on the favorite uh, I, uh, podcasting platform, iTunes, all of the, uh, the podcasting platforms that are out there. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.